used whatever circumstances brought you here. You are here. We are here. By divine appointment, it is God's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. This is God's own time, and we are given this season in which to know, love, and support one another in our common ministry. If you look closely enough, I think you will discover that however you got here, ultimately you got here by following Jesus. Jesus has brought us to this place, to this time, to one another. And I am sure that Jesus will send us and take us and lead us to even more extraordinary times and places, for that is his nature to do that. In today's gospel lesson, Jesus leads his disciples to a very unusual place. He leads them to Samaria. And in the disciples' eyes, Samaria is not the land of God's people, but rather it is the land of religious wannabes whose ancestors long ago fell out of favor with God. And so Samaria is not a place they would have chosen to be, but here they are. Jesus not only leads them there, he has them linger there. They stay so long that food becomes an issue. And this poses a real predicament. On the one hand, they are tense, they are hungry. And eating a meal would surely ameliorate some of that hunger, uh, dissipate some of that anxiety. But on the other hand, Samaritan food is not exactly kosher. Then there is the possibility that if they are seen eating Samaritan food, it might be misconstrued as normalizing relations with Samaritan people, and they certainly don't want that. So this is a confusing place for them, a place that complicates even the simple act of eating a meal. Yet here they are. It is time to eat. They are hungry. And so they go and buy and come back to eat. And they urge Jesus to eat. John doesn't tell us this, but I can't help but wonder if perhaps they wanted Jesus to go first. Thinking that if he eats it, then we will be justified in eating it, and we are hungry. But Jesus refuses, and they wonder if, God forbid, he's already been eating with Samaritans. But in the way that he always does, Jesus enlarges the conversation. He describes his food as doing the will of the one who sent him. His nourishment is to complete, to bring to glorious fullness the work of God. Consider what Jesus is saying here. Have you ever become so wrapped up in something, some work, that you forgot to eat? 
Do you ever find your vocation so life-giving that working is as satisfying as sitting down to a great meal? Jesus is this passionate about completing the work of God. And he yearns for his disciples to share that deep desire to see God's will done. And then he switches images and he begins to speak of fields ripened to harvest. He cites a common saying about there being four months between sowing and reaping. And he declares to his befuddled disciples that there is no need to wait. No need to go anywhere else. The harvest is here. The fields are ripe. Jesus bids them open their eyes to the opportunities that exist in this very place. He wants them to wake up to the fact that they can do God's work here and now. And then he makes the most astonishing statement of all, that God has already been at work here. They are not bringing God to Samaria. God has already been there. Already working through the people who live here, through the Samaritans. Here, Jesus says, the saying holds true. Others have labored. Others have labored. And you have entered into their labor. It is an amazing experience. And I am confident that having led us to this moment, there is no doubt, no doubt that Jesus will lead us to even more extraordinary times and places. If we follow Jesus, he will feed us more and more the spiritual food of his very presence and his purpose. If we continue to follow Jesus, he will lead us beyond our comfort zones. And there he will give us the deeper comfort of his presence, of his purpose, of his power. The Lord Jesus will surely do this. But before he does... I believe the Lord would have us stop for a moment and appreciate the fact that God has already been at work in all of our lives. In the coming months, Woods, Sheila, and I will have an opportunity to share with you some of the ways God has worked in our lives You will forgive us for referring to the ways we did things in other places. That's just normal. 
We'll talk about how God has worked in our lives. We, we will do that in time. But on this day, on this day, we want to affirm that God has been at work here. You see, Woods, Sheila, and I know that others have labored, and we are entering into their labor, into your labor. We know this because we have read and we are hearing stories of God's work here. We're beginning to learn of God's grace poured out in and through Dauphin Way in the days of Carl Adkins and Joel McDavid. And oh, Dr. Stephen Dill, we just see the evidence all around us all the time of your fruitful years of ministry and your ongoing ministry here. We hear of the work that God did, did in the times of Mike Watson, Neil McDavid, Gorman Houston, and most recently Jeff and Robin Wilson, and all of those wonderful associates. I had several of those associates, former associates of Dolphin Way, who were senior ministers in my district when I was a district superintendent. They did excellent work. And Kathy and John and Alicia and, and all the rest, we so appreciate the work that you are doing, you have done. We appreciate all the staff, all the volunteers, all who have answered God's call to live here and to serve this community, to make disciples who make a difference in Mobile, Alabama, through Dauphin Way United Methodist Church. We are so grateful for that, and we know that we are entering into your labor, into the labor of those who've come before us, because we are be beginning to see the abundant ministry that happens here. We are amazed and so pleased to be a part of it. I marveled at Robin Wilson's last sermon and that litany of things that you have done in recent years. We give thanks for Kathy's sermon last week in which she remembered and reminded herself and you of all the ways that God has held you close to God's heart and what a difference that has made in your lives and in her life. And that relationship with Christ has overflowed in deeds of love and service. My very first experience of entering into your labor happened a week ago last Wednesday when Nell and I participated in the worship at Raise the Roof. We heard young people bear witness to what it was like to serve those whose circumstances were so different than their own. And the best part was as we listened with great gratitude to these eager young Christians as they described how those whom they had come to help were really helping them and blessing them. 
We saw the joy on the faces of those adult leaders from St. Paul and Dauphin Way. It was a wonderful moment of grace. It was a gospel event. It was just exactly the way the Lord works. Thanks be to God. Others have labored. And now we enter into their labor. We know that God has been at work here by the very kindness that you have shown us. You could not have been more hospitable. We thank you. We see Christ in you already. And that is such a delight. I visited with my good friend, Dr. Corey Smith, when I knew that I was to be appointed here. Corey was recently appointed to the Auburn United Methodist Church, which was in my district. And, and I said, Corey, tell me how you did it. He's just done such an exceptional job there. And I said, Corey, what have you done to be so successful? And he said, well, the first thing was I had to fall in love with the people. And, you know, you don't just make yourself fall in love, do you? Love's a gift. But you have treated us with such kindness that we are already beginning to fall in love with you. Thank you. We see Christ in you. In the coming months, Woods and Brianna and Sheila and Kira and Nell and I will spend a lot of time discovering the ways that God is already at work here. Help us do that. Tell us the stories. Show us the ministries. Invite us to be a part. And along the way, we will join you in looking for signs of the new places that God will lead us in the future. And together, we will make disciples who make a difference. Thanks be to God. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.